What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode four of the podcast. On this one, I had um, my good friend Tim, who was actually on episode two, and one of the co-hosts, Rotating co-host Damon, that was on episode one. So if you guys have been listening, you'll hear some uh, familiar voices on this one. Per usual, we just talk about pretty much everything, tell stories pretty much the whole time, but uh, had fun. Uh, It was a good night of podcasting. If you guys like it, please keep sharing. If you share it on Instagram, I'll share it on my page. If you have any comments, just let me know at JeremiahCooper94 on Instagram. Other than that, um, if you live in Hendersonville and you know that Speedway that's right across the street from the Thorntons, um, if I get one more of their rewards cards, I think I'll have enough to start giving them out myself. So, uh... Let me know if you need one. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. just gonna go over what happened today real quick so we're starting this at 9 45 because we're supposed to start at 7 30 and my last class that i coach is 5 30 and it lasts till 6 15 and i usually get out around 6 30 but um when everyone was about to leave the gym i had a volleyball in my hands and i thought it'd be cool because I still haven't learned to try not to show off in front of people, to side volley the ball across the gym. And when I attempted the side volley, I skied it into the rafters and knocked a light down, like a gigantic warehouse industrial light. And it was swinging vertically from the ceiling. So I had to get a 16-foot ladder from somebody else, climb it on a BOSU ball of a floor, and (laughs) try not to die. And here we are. And here we are, man. Tim and Damon. Yeah. All right. Showing out always works out. Huh? Showing out <laughs> always works out. I even for so I couldn't walk at the beginning of the week because of the I heel. love playing basketball, but I didn't tell Sanipia, which I guess she'll probably hear because we're going to listen to this. But that you played basketball. Well, she knew I played basketball. Okay. But the day before, she knows I did this too. I did a backflip into a pool. It was five foot deep. Landed directly on what? that same hill. <laughs> that's been killing me all week. Where did and you I, do a backflip into a pool? At a swimming pool at one of my friends' house. Oh, okay. The people that were here last week. Oh, really? Uh, they have a swimming pool in their neighborhood. So I was like, I'm going to do a backflip off the edge. It's five foot. That will surely block all the pressure coming <laughs> down. <laughs> I was like, well, they gave me confidence I could do a backflip off five foot straight onto concrete because I felt every bit of it in my heel. the backflip, just a regular one. (laughs) And I felt it all in my heel and I landed. I was like, ooh, that hurt a little bit, but no big deal. Then the next day playing basketball, I was like, my heel really hurts really badly. Worse than what it did. What did I do? And then, uh, yeah, I couldn't. I was on crutches for a day. (laughs) Mm. But it's healing quickly. Damon, how was your day? My day was good, man. I uh, got a smart TV today. So, do you guys have, like, Hulu, Netflix, the whole nine yards? Yeah. Okay. So, that's what Lily 
what is she watching a series or what? Who knows? <laughs> she uh I just got the TV and I set it up with as many things as possible, so she's happy, that's all that matters. That was good though. I didn't know it was supposed to storm today. Yeah, that was another fun part. Then I so I had to wait forty five minutes to an hour just for the guy to go get a ladder, load the ladder. I mean this ladder is he said it was two grand. Mm. It was humongous. I've never seen it anything like it. Yeah. And I was like, well, fuck, I'm just going to play my drums. So I literally got him out and just played while, until he showed up because I had nothing to do. Yeah. What's even cooler is at my gym, I've got, I think the lights are about 12 foot, and I'll have like a six foot ladder, and I'm six foot tall, so I go... I'll stand on the very top to change the light bulbs, <laughs> which you're never supposed to do. And every time yeah. I'm like sweating when I get done. I know. I was pouring sweat because the floor at Burn is like plywood with a springs and like a, like a tumbling floor for oh, gymnastics. Okay. Really close to it. Yeah. So this giant ladder that it takes two guys to like carry, you can't one hand it on the side like your dad did. And... <laughs> and it's shaking every step I'm taking, and then even if I stand still, it's still shaking because like, yeah. And I also have to hold the thing above my head to try to rehook it, so I'm just like, yeah, I'm like choking on my own sweat. I can't open my eyes. It's the worst. The scariest it ever got is one time they had an online competition, and I had to have a rope at 15 feet with a 15 foot mark on it. And like I said, I have a six foot, <laughs> six foot ladder. <laughs> so I stacked boxes on top of each other. Oh wow! Put the six foot ladder on top. Stood on the very top and put one of those heavy ropes through itself. Looped it up, taped it, and I had tied a knot, which I used to do some window cleaning. So I did high rise stuff, and I learned how to tie a knot. And I had to tie a knot fully stretched out on a rope. And when I got done, I was like, that might have been one of the most dangerous things <laughs> I've ever done. Well, we, like, we stood around for half an hour and just had, like, boxes and tables and I was and just trying to stack stuff. To eat. And I would stack it, and they were like, that doesn't look safe. And I was like, I can't even reach it if I got up there. So I'm not even going to try yeah. until we get something that is at least, like, viable. Yeah. The worst. Yeah. Do you guys believe in any uh, conspiracy theories? Mm. If you do, which ones? There's always moon I can, landing. JK, I convinced my like wife that. once. I think we talked about it before that the flat Earth theory was real. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that's on a podcast already. It didn't take a lot of convincing. <laughs> yeah, I just basically heard someone explaining flat Earth and then explain it to my wife, and she's like, "Well, is it real?" And I was like, uh, no, it's like the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. But I don't remember if I, I like cut it. that out, but I remember making a pirate joke. <laughs> but I like how easily like you and your convinced. wife have something, she has something in common with pirates. She also <laughs> thinks the world is flat. <laughs> oh, me. There's a lot of, uh, I, I can't say A or A. There's a lot of crazy theories on 9-11. I feel like oh, that's yeah. a big one, obviously. It's just, there's like different things about the people who were involved or the government yeah or like the building itself there's a lot of sketchy stuff that happened with that but at the same time like it always comes back to like how organized is our actual government 
and how many people would have to know that what happened and how many people would have to keep a secret about it Mm -hmm. for their entire life without leaking it. That's the only reason that makes me like waver. That's the only reason a lot of that stuff I don't believe because I just don't think that many people can keep a secret. Right. It takes. Yeah, I agree with that too. Yeah. I mean, but the the moon landing is also. What about the, okay? Well, I, I so think people say it's fake. I think we've been on the moon. I, I think I can, I can definitely be down with that. Have you seen uh, what's his face punch people in the face? Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, man. I met that guy. Yeah, did you? at the moon. I worked at the Moonrise Hotel, and like the guy that made it is obsessed with those two. Um, so every day I'd like walk up, and there's like two pictures. Of them. I'm like, those are my two favorite actors. <laughs> and people were like, "What?" And I was like, "Never mind," because <laughs> it's fake. Um, but <laughs> I didn't say that to him when I saw him. I should have. I think we've been to the moon, but I think the moon landing footage is fake. Okay. Well, yeah, I think the flag is sketchy, right? Well, number one, nobody knows what it would look like if it was real. Yeah, uh, unless you work for NASA yeah, or you've yeah. been there before, mm-hmm. or you work some sort of I don't know, bit, you're like a videographer yeah. specialty or something like that. But on top of that, I don't know, it makes sense because it was like Cold War time. So let's say, win. yeah, exactly. So yeah, they just make up this thing. Yeah. It's like we gotta be the first one, something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that I'm gonna get like some random DM like my dad's an astronaut. <laughs> yeah. Man, I remember How dare you? One thing about... Now, I, I could totally be saying this wrong, but if, if I recall correctly, I took a class on uh, just, like, history and how, contemporary world is what yeah. it's called. And like current issues? or <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Well, not, not really. I guess this one was about the Cold War. Um, but it was just like the situation last week whenever we the, the art teacher said... How many colors do yeah, you yeah. see? And I said a thousand. She was like, no, one fucking color. It's red. <laughs> uh, she said that? One fucking color. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Eighth grade, grade, man. Right? <laughs> um, and, uh, oh, man, what was I saying? Um, about the Cold War. About the, yeah, the you Cold had a class on the Cold War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we had to watch these, like, informational videos and stuff on it that were like 30 minutes long and uh, this guy goes through this whole spiel and he's talking about the Cold War blah 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 and he's like the thing that changed the whole deal was the refrigerator and I was like what dude? Changed the whole deal about what? Supposedly there's there's a whole thing about Nixon and the refrigerator solving the Cold War dude I think I think so, man. I think you better I, be right. I could be crazy, you man. Better be right. I would have to look it up. I need to find that video, man. That, that, uh, that class was crazy. I needed that class to graduate uh, college, and uh, I thought Rocky beating the Russian is what ended the Cold War. <laughs> yeah, that was better than my long answer. <laughs> he dies. He dies. <laughs> we can cut that part. <laughs> Ten thirty-four. Cut. Yep. Note it. It might be a thing. I don't know. I don't know we'll anything see. About No, it. yeah. I'll, I'll try I, to uh, confirm that somewhere. I've not studied enough on any conspiracy to think that it's... What about chemtrails? And every time that I you ever... Have to explain that in a second. And every time, if you even like, I doubt that. People are like, you're stupid if you doubt that. Like, and I'm like, well, I don't have enough information... Yeah. To, to go one way or another. Yeah, to, to make, make a, a little assumption. Yeah. But, so I just have to believe that they couldn't keep a secret. You're actually, like... 
Well, all three of us. None of us made a definitive <laughs> like statement, except for maybe my moonlight. Yeah, because you always want to bounce uh, around. Right, I don't want to say yes or no. Yeah, you can't. None of us have. We're smart enough to realize we don't have all the information, so we can't make a final decision. It's the people that are like, it happened. 100%. I know it. That are delusional. Yeah. Also, I think there are some conspiracies like, is Elvis still alive? Is Tupac still alive? Tupac Shacker. Yeah. Is that just... That's I don't know. You can't confirm it. Yeah or nay. People just trying to say, no, he's still alive, man. People... False. Yeah, there's some way to prove it. Yeah, possible. Yeah. But I again, know. I could see, like, why someone would do that. If you're like Tupac and you don't want to be in a gang war anymore. Yeah. Like, with the whole rap game. Just disappear? Yeah. Where the, would you go? Off the face of the earth. Where does one go? Man. If you were rich enough, I think anywhere could be paradise, and he would be rich enough. Definitely. Yeah. Good point. Somewhere you won't be noticed. Like, you'd have to be off the face of the earth, like, to a certain extent. Yeah. Because yeah, even if he really goes, if Tupac yeah. goes to a foreign country, like, People someone's going to know who he is. Yeah. yeah. Unless he's, like, in a third world one. And they can't even post about him. Mm-hmm. Or they're just like, I want food. I don't care about Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair oh, if you weren't doing what you're doing right now, like musician, gym owner, what would you do? Or if like, let's say you go back in time, if there's, if this wouldn't have happened, what do you I think you people, would have done? So I told a 22 year old today that I think he just finished his engineering degree. He's going back to finish some type of science degree so that he can decide if he wants to be a doctor or join the military. And I told him, I was like, right now, if I was 22 again, I have zero clue what I would do. I don't know what I'd want to do. There's not a job that I think that I'd want to go work 40 hours a day for the rest of my life. 40 hours a week for the rest of my life. Like, there's nothing I enjoy unless you said, Tim, you could be an NBA basketball player, right, which exactly. is impossible, but <laughs> I would like hey. to shoot. <laughs> hey, it could happen. Yeah. You go undrafted again? <laughs> I, <can't. laughs> I enter the draft every year. <laughs> what if I messed up the names one year? I think it'd be worth it. <laughs> but, like, it's just one of those things I'm just like, I don't know what I want to do. Yeah, there are certain jobs I could say, well, I know I'd be worth way more money. Yeah. But I don't think I would enjoy them. I mean, I've looked, believe me, I've looked at the last few years just because I was like, I'm not making as much as I want to make. And I go, well, what would I do with my math major? Would I be a data analytics guy? Would I be a statistics person? Do I want to go into actuary sciences? I mean, I don't know what that is. Don't cuss at us. (laughs) I just like, all of it I go at the end, I go, I can do it, but would I even enjoy ever going to work? When I first started at Burn, like, I was doing all of the classes, and then, but I was making, like, really good money, like, better money than I am now. But, that's all I did. Like, yeah. literally, that's it. Yeah. So, at some point, you know, I cut back, and then I cut back a little bit too much, and then I picked up a little bit more. But, yeah, it's finding something that, or, like, a, a balance that you still enjoy it. Yeah. Because I did. Still writing workouts and implementing them, like, and it's fun. But if you do it seven days a week, you lose, like, creativity's down, like, yeah. with programming, and then your energy goes down, and yeah. it's just not as good. And then I did, I mean, I 
did a lot of my pre-med stuff because I was trying to figure out what I was going to do when I was 30. So I went back to school and did all that. And when I got done, I was like, am I going to be a pharmacist or am I going to be a chiropractor? I couldn't decide what I wanted to go into. And at the end of the day, I was like, well, if I went to be a doctor, I would be Dr. Capra. And I feel like that would be my life. Like I'd be on call. I would be at the hospital. I would be there nonstop. Yeah. I'd be making some good money. But then I met a 30 year old that joined my gym and I go, cool. Like he's works. He got a job where he's an emergency room doctor and he works 12 to 14 days a month. Oh damn. And he is never on call. And I go, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> Maybe I would do that. I don't know. <laughs> but I yeah, that sounds rad. Like, yeah. Yeah. So he was like, wow, Tim, I'm going to work the next four days. It he makes goes, what? I don't know. I've looked up emergency room doctors before. It's a nice salary. It's, yeah, but, you know, I've seen as much as over 200 grand a year. And, uh, him, dude. But I don't know who who makes that and who doesn't. I know he's yeah. a thirty year old doctor, so he's just getting going. Yeah, these but. people that just like end up in these situation or positions. Like, yeah. Well, he said that's them. why. He said this is why I took this job. He goes, I was yeah. at another one, but he goes, this one was no on call. Which I go, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, this is a typo. Yeah, and I was just like, well, I've never heard of a doctor like that. It's not on call. I mean, my friend is my best friend's it. Imaging engineer, so he works on MRIs, and he's on call. Yeah, I mean, I have there's doctors and nurses at Burn that have to work out with their phone, like by their person, Uh, just in case. Yeah, Yeah. happens all the time. Mm. I don't think I've ever seen them. Any of them like get called though. Right. But just, I mean, you get a certain pay for being on call, but you, it's not a real day off. So, what would you do, Tim? Did you ever answer the question? I told him, I said, I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do. I mean, I would probably do something in the mathematics line, but I look at it and I go, when you just start looking at straight salaries, yeah, there are certain jobs that have great salaries, but they're not the jobs I'm interested in doing every day. And the ones I look at, I go, oh, I can make 80 grand. And I go, that's just, that's not for me. (laughs) Yeah. Not that that's not, not that that's not good money. No, yeah. But... I just don't know what I'd do. I'm an NBA basketball player. That was the right. correct answer. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's mine, impossible, but... Mine's about to be just out, just as outrageous. Go okay. ahead. I don't know, man. I kind of feel the same way. I've just been playing guitar, but... I think being a chef would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. Not saying I would go back and want to do that, but if I had fallen into that, that would have been cool. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. I think I thought about that because... My like me and my parents would watch when I was still in high school and grade school stuff like that, like the fucking Food Network shows, yeah, yeah. like Chopped mm-hmm. and Iron Chef and all that. And Riley would legitimately be like, "How do you know all of this stuff about food? Like, who yeah. taught you all this?" I was like, "We legitimately would. We watch so many Food Network shows oh, yeah. that I actually learned a lot." <laughs> yeah, imagine that. I know. Not watching The Office <laughs> seasons one through ten <laughs> for the hundredth time paid off. I mean, if if all the jobs that look so fun, I mean, it's almost impossible to get, like, a movie critic. Yeah. yeah that'd be I don't awesome. know. People, I would go watch that. a movie every day and, and write a little report on it. That'd be awesome. But that's not a realistic job. So if I had to pick a realistic job, like Chef, 
I think if you wanted to be a chef, you could become a chef. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> you might not yeah. be owning your own restaurant. Me and David should start, start a food truck. <laughs> yeah. We've thought about it with RJ, too. Uh, we've thought about a whole a whole service. Because uh, he, he got ordained online. Ordained is what? Uh, like, he can marry people. Well, marry people. What is the word beginning at? Oh, you, you can get ordained could, easily. Yeah, but you, you can, can cater. On. You could do the wedding. We could play oh, the music. Okay. I was. I didn't know the, the whole connection service. between yeah, yeah marrying Deacon, people Deacon, and food. Deacon Damon and the Sinister <laughs> Minister, man. R.J. Thornton. <laughs> <laughs> At least you've given it real thought. Uh, yeah, man. We, we named it, man. We could have a truck, dude. You could be head DJ. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I have an iPod. <laughs> so one time I had a I had a Nissan Sentra stick shift. Limited edition, so super bad. <laughs> and I, uh, my dad worked at different car lots, and he had fixed the car interiors. And one time he met me playing golf, and he got a he brought back from to the golf course. He brought drove a Toyota Super Turbo. This was before Fast and Furious came out when okay. it got super popular. And he was like. But Damn. like Hispanic guys were like, yeah, we know what that is. <laughs> we ended up, uh, he was like, you want to, and I mean, in the nineties, it looked pretty awesome. Yeah. And they have like the body kit on it, like need for speed. Underground no, too. it was just straight up a okay. normal Toyota Super. It looked like, uh, I'll that aftermarket stuff, which looks awful on most cars. Wasn't on it. And yeah. a Plymouth Belvedere. I've heard of those. I could not pick one out in the lineup. It's a dope. It's, a, it's like a muscle car, I guess. For sure, it looks like a Nova. But my Mustang, like an old school one, obviously. But my dad was like, "All right, jump, go ahead and drive the Toyota Super back home." And I was like, "Okay, let's do it." And he was like, "It's pretty quick. Watch it." And I go fishtailing out of the oh god golf course, <laughs> and I'm going good start. And so I get, I drive, I probably hit it up to about ninety the first time. Then I stop at a stoplight and I said, "All right, I'm just going to gun it." When I get off this stoplight, <laughs> I was doing a 110 in third gear, like in four seconds. Damn! I mean, it probably was longer than that, but yeah. it was so powerful. And I go, like "Oh, I get why people do this." But then also, as I've gotten older, I've been like, "I'm not going to speed like that because I'm going to die or kill someone." Right. But when I was a kid, I was like, "Awesome!" For sure. And I then think- I got home and I go. My dad was like, that, 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 I think it seriously was selling for like $3,500. And my Central was, was five grand. And I was like, I'll sell my Central and buy that. And he goes, no, you don't need that. The next day he comes home and he owns the uh, Super Turbo. And I was like, cool, Of thanks, course, dad. you don't need it because you want it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'll make $1,500 and drive a cooler car. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he was like, nah, you don't need this. And then. Then he had it, and then Fast and Furious came out, and everyone thought my dad had, like, the coolest car on the road or something. That freaking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and I was 20 years old, and I was like, I'm driving a Sentra that I got rear-ended in, and it has a busted back end. I was like, yep, not working for me. <laughs> Your dad's like, man, I wish I was Paul Walker. And then you're like, I wish you were Paul Walker, too. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait 20 years. You'll be really rich. He was like, then what? you'll get it. <laughs> uh, sorry to all the Pete Walker fans. I mean, I just heard the other day that, do you remember, uh, you might be too young, Kid Icarus, the video game? 
Kid Icarus. It was on the original like Nintendo. A guy never unwrapped it. <laughs> a guy never unwrapped a thirty-year-old game because huh. his mom forgot to give it to him for Christmas. Sold for nine thousand dollars. What? Well, you saw the Fortnite kid. It's a great present. Got what? Thirty million or was it three hundred? Three million or something. Three like million that. for winning oh, the, the sixteen-year-old. Yeah. Wow. Good for him. Good. And there was like some meme video already of like some mom that was like. Why aren't you playing Fortnite? <laughs> Get in there! Like, they completely switched and flipped gears because well, you can make so much money. I loved video games growing up. And and I was like, there ain't going to be no money in this. Why would I keep playing? I mean, eventually, I mean, and girls aren't into it. and So I was yeah. like, why am I going to play video games? And then, well, like, girls now, that wear, like, Avenged Sevenfold t-shirts are into it. Yeah. yeah Which, and it's a different It's a different generation. The reason I quit playing video games is because... I knew girls didn't like video games. So I seriously, when I was like 14, 15 years old, and I go, I really want a girlfriend. And they aren't into me right now. So every time I want to play video games, I'm going to work out. I was like, girls like guys that are in shape. And I had a Super Nintendo and a How Sega How old were Genesis. you when you had this thought process? Yeah. I still 15. haven't had this realization. <laughs> and I put my Sega Genesis like in storage, and I sold my Super Nintendo, and... I seriously did not play a video game until I was dating my wife. Damn. And it really is like good on you, man. It's another way to escape. I think. Oh, I love them still. Yeah. And when we would play Call of Duty, like let's say in high school and me and my buddies are like gonna go out, we're like, let's just play a little Call of Duty and then That turns we'll, into then the we'll go out. Yeah. Thirteen hours later yeah. we didn't go out. Yeah. It's crazy. It's some sort of time warp. Yeah. Oh, that's what I told you. I said, if you want me to lose a lot of weight, set me in front of a video game. I forget food exists. Yeah. And Just it, play career mode on the new, on like a new mm-hmm. Call of Duty. I have a friend that that's played the... Cool. 18 hours of your life. Game over. Yeah. I had a friend that's playing the career mode on NBA 2K20 or whatever it is. And he said, I played full 48-minute games. Oh my god. <laughs> and played the 82 game season. And he's been playing, and I don't know how often he plays, but he said, and I've just now gotten to the playoffs and I've been playing for like eight months. <laughs> I hope he loses first round. And I said, I, said, what, I said, what's your record? And he goes, 82 and 0. And I said, you restarted that game, didn't you? And he goes, of course. He goes, yeah, I restarted like to. two times. He goes, but I'm, I'm, my player has gotten so good now. I used to play his own player. Like, uh, like NHL game oh, yeah. and stuff like that. But that one sucked because they play so many games that yeah, I would they just... They play 82 games too. Really? The NHL plays 82 games that. in a season. Um, but I was like just simulating them a couple. Yeah, you have fast like, forward. Oh my God. Yeah. And then I'd be like, damn it! Why does the computer simulate better? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have Peter Forsberg on my team. Yeah. Yeah. You know what the saddest part about me putting up video games to be able to pick up girls? It still took me five years to get up my first girlfriend. Well, it could have took ten. <laughs> if I kept know. playing video games, could have won a million dollars at seventeen. <laughs> and I had tons of girls. What was the big game when you were playing? Like, uh, I mean, I played. Was sixty four out yet? I had a no, was that? I was a, had yeah. a Super Nintendo and a Sega Genesis, and you're talking about like, we had Sega. We had Sega. Sega I've heard of like Dreamcast. Yeah, I've never even. I got GameCast. Well, there's GameCube or Dreamcast. I got GameCast. Ever seen Bob was just one? I was talking about it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> about 
kind of what he thought. It was all an act, and they were all like yeah. buying cars during the shootout. And he's like, he was like, I'm not going out there. They strapped. Look at you going out there. They all strapped. <laughs> and he just goes out there. They just shoot out of a missing underrated movie. <laughs> Who is that guy? Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did a remake screen. of The Mask. Yep. Ugh. Did anyone watch it? I didn't even <laughs> no, know it existed. Man. He had his own show for a while. That's like the turning point in my childhood when I saw that. I was like, you know what? I want to start watching rom-coms. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's like the, this the transition. He's like, I'm over the kid yeah. movies. Jamie did you have Kennedy. a Dreamcast? No. My cousin did. I've heard of it. Uh, I've, never, I've never played one. I don't know the... I played it. We had Sega. Oh, had clue. And then... Was Dreamcast the last thing Sega made other than video games, right? I guess the last system. I don't know. I just remember we had like the regular Sega or Sega Genesis or whatever. And then we had Nintendo 64 right after How that. old were you when you had Sega Genesis? Like, you had to be little. Yeah, super young. Yeah, like Mortal Kombat was, like, was on that, right? Or uh, some yeah, sort of fighting yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I think it was on Sega one? and Super Nintendo. No, that's, that's regular Nintendo. Uh, You're yeah. talking about like 1980. Late 1980s. Nintendo 64. If I if I could play one video game, I would play that one. Mm. If I could have it, just Nintendo no. 64, not a video game. You'd just play the system. Yeah, I would just like go to settings, menu, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but GoldenEye. Oh god, that was. Ooh. I had my friends that I played Battlefield. Like, this is awesome, yep. and it's a first person shooter, which I just I never got that into first person shooter. Yeah. I like the third person games, but. uh yeah, I mean, I got back into video games when I first got married. Because, I mean, once you get the girl, <laughs> you can oh, become you a video really, game nerd. This was a 20-year process, 15-year process. And, <laughs> like, like, it was my wife's <laughs> mistake because one of my buddies had just got the PlayStation 2. And he goes, dude, I got a PlayStation 1. And I, was, I had got to where I owned my own business. I was working like three to four days a week. So I was like, I got a lot of time off. And I uh, ended up, the first one, the first games he gave me were like Tomb Raider 1 through 5. Like, which I don't know if you've ever played those, but those are like 20 plus hour games. Oh, really? And maybe 18. I started PlayStation 1 being uh, like Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Great game. But the Spire first game right. he gave, he gave me all the guys to figure out any puzzle. And so the first game, I was just kind of like playing around. I hadn't played a video game in forever. And so he did, my wife was like, well, if you're going to play it, I mean, figure the stuff out yourself. And I said, deal. And the first game I finished in like 14 hours. The rest of them took me forever. And she's like, can you go back to like reading the guidebooks again? And I'd be like, I'm so stuck. And I'd be losing my temper. I was like, I've been stuck here for 24 straight hours. <laughs> That's me on uh, Grand Theft Auto when I was like in seventh grade. <laughs> I can't get past this mission. Yeah. I never played the missions, man. I just looked up cheat codes and got everything. And just get stars. Yeah, there was no such thing as Google when I used just like I'm bored. I'm gonna grenade launch. Kaboom! Five stars. Yeah. Well, my mom was my middle school principal. I did not know this. Yeah. And it wasn't like that bad, but I I was a good kid. I think you know I really didn't get in much trouble. I was chill. It was cool. At times, to have my mom as a principal, I feel like I had some leverage that yeah. way, in ways. But also, it was kind of a hindrance, too. Like, my mom was low-key the principal, so... You lived a special life. Yeah. There's was, lots of kids that are like, oh, his mom's the teacher. Yeah. And it's like, is that good or bad? 
It's probably both. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we were in the lunch line about something, and somebody in my class did something. And I grabbed a milk and, like, poured it on this kid. I don't know what come over me. Yeah. And I had to go to the principal's office, and it was my mom. I was just in there, like, what you gonna do? <laughs> and she scolded me hard, man. I was like, all right, dang. <laughs> you know? But I thought you thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah. That was just odd, because it was, like, the principal's office. Right. You know? <laughs> and But she you handled it that have. way, and I think that was only fair, you know? Like, yeah, there's no way that you could have felt, like, going into that, felt the same way. Yeah. As another kid going mm-hmm. to the principal's office. There's no way. It's odd, man. I told my wife that I was like a perfect kid and I was a perfect baby. Like, I didn't cry, I didn't do any of that stuff. And then she's like, whatever. There's no way. And I was like, go ask my mom. And she'll ask me, and she's like, yeah, pretty much. Never any trouble. The only trouble I got into wasn't really my fault. I was into dirt bikes and sports, so I'd get injured some. And my mom would lose her crap every time I got injured. I was like, yeah, I meant to do this. I meant right. to run into the forest on a barbed wire fence wrapped around my leg and shredded it up. That's yeah, what I was hoping would happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's when like I, a really complicated trick. But yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... You so said you went egging, you liar. But I didn't get caught. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And I did it one time, and then, you know, somehow the cops didn't catch me. <laughs> it would be funny. <laughs> If they did, or like there was some sort of like something going on in your neighborhood, and they were like, "Hey, we're just checking," and you're like, "I did it! I egged the house." <laughs> well, when I did egg the house, the weird thing that happened, which I didn't even talk about, was when I got home, my dad was like, "So you've been getting in trouble?" Yeah. And me, my friend, and my brother were like, "No." And they're like, "Well, the cops stopped by." Oh, they said and, that? And I was like, what are you talking about? And they were like, well, they said there were some kids out, like, egging the place. And they were just checking to see if we had been egged. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, I don't know what four, you're talking about. One of the five nights of my life that I didn't sleep. Like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> we lived out in the country, and there was, like, a stray dog getting into our garbage and stuff. So my dad had a pellet gun, loaded up, all this stuff, and he would gonna shoot it the next time it came around and the butt just to keep it away and so I ended up I was talking on the phone to my best friend at the time like at this angle my brother was across and he like had the pellet gun he was like Tim look over uh-huh. here and he pulls the trigger and nothing happens he goes oh man it's on safety why would a gun be on safety kicks off for the safety. exact reason kicks off the safety because he wants to hear it go like that and shoots the gun and it goes straight into my hand while I'm on the phone and breaks my pinky bone. And Dang. Like, I just dropped the phone, and my brother goes, We gotta go! <laughs> yeah, I got my and then we had a call. What was supposed mom. to happen? Like, uh, you could do the pump gun. I know, but why was he shooting towards you? Because it would make a poof noise. And then I already, but I already saw him. I was like, Oh, cool, whatever. But I guess he was just bored. I wanted to hear it poof. And I know exactly what you're talking noise. about because I had the one that like is yeah. Yeah, pump, pump, yeah, pump. Yeah, it was pump like 20 times. Was it, he didn't know it was loaded? Is that what Yeah, he didn't know it was okay. loaded, but still, I'm just like, you don't shoot aim it. a gun yeah. at somebody, <laughs> even if it's a pellet or BB right. gun. Because, But I was like, the whole time, I mean, that could have ripped my face off, my lips, something. Like, I could be missing a bottom lip right now. But he definitely would have to have, I mean, it could get lodged in your cheek yeah. or your face or something. But it got lodged on top of that, and it was simple. I broke a bone. It's the only broken bone I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Or it could hit you in the eye, and then you would have a yeah. fake eye the rest of your life. Yeah. But and then you would have been like fake eye Tim. But then like again, I mean, Joe. 
Sinathia's one of Sinathia's uncles. <laughs> I mean, shot a guy with a pellet gun and killed him. It killed him. Yeah. What kind of? We're hot. talking about a pump pellet yeah. gun. Was he? he was the nozzle against his head? No, he shot him in the chest, and it hit it went into his heart. The guy was also high on cocaine when it happened. Did he deserve it? He was a jerk. They were both. Well, doing, they were both doing like drugs. It might have been our cousin, but. Anyway, it was a relative of my wife's, and he shot a guy with a pellet gun, and he had to go to court. They were going to charge him for, like, murder. Well, yeah, he, he went to him. I think <laughs> the guy always bullied him. The guy always bullied him. So he was like, I'm going to go shoot that guy. I'm going to go shoot him with a pellet gun. At least he's going to hurt. And the reason he didn't go to jail for very long is because, basically, when he went home to get the gun, he had a shotgun right beside the pellet gun, and he was like, "Well, I would if I wanted to hurt her, and what? kill him. I would shot him defense. The, I would have shot him with the shotgun, not the pellet gun." Did they get the chick from making a murder too <laughs> to do his case? Yeah. Oh, I'd like dude. to see that cross examination. Crazy, yeah. He's just like, "Well, he had a shotgun, so it could have been worse." <laughs> <laughs> when I was in high school, I had a friend whose mom worked for like the county office or something that was kind of affiliated with like the police department, right? And me and my friend, her son, got asked to go in and try to buy alcohol at places to see if they would sell it to us under age. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a legit gig. Yeah, and, and I got that. And I, I talked to my dad about it. My dad was like, man, that ain't cool, man. <laughs> Setting his guys up. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you know, that's just like true, doing man. Morse code with your eyes. You're like, yeah, this is it. Yeah, I don't know. I get it, but everywhere cards you now, man. You're like, <laughs> you're, you go up to him and you're like, yep, this is it. He's like, all right, uh, fourteen ninety five. And you're like, you don't want to check my ID? He's like, no, nah, I'm all right. I'm like, dude. <laughs> no, I'm good. Can I borrow your phone? <laughs> Hey, anybody listening today, Lone Hollow actually has a show tomorrow night at the Cobra, so that's the 28th, so if you're not doing anything that starts at 8.30, uh, you can probably buy tickets at the door. Thanks. Uh, his life, and it'd be pretty dang interesting, yeah. because it was just, I mean, there was a lot of ups and downs. Let's get him on the pod. <laughs> get him on the pod, yeah, yeah. And I don't even know how much you like talking about that. I mean, Capra. He had a stepdad that abused him, and did things to his sisters and did all that stuff and it was just an awful upbringing and I think he moved out of the house when he was 14 or 15 mm. um, threatened to kill his stepdad before um, I think Good. one time he went there and had a full on fight broke out Damn. he said he ended up uh, got stabbed in the ribs Jeez. in the fight and then your the, dad should write a book then the guy had his pocket knife he goes and he was like, that's the knife that's been missing. It was his hunting knife. It was his his knife? It was, he had been missing because his stepdad stole it. Oh, my gosh. And then he gets stabbed, and it's his own. He's like, well, there's my knife <laughs> in my ribs. And then he said the guy had it, and he closed the knife because it was a pocket yeah. knife, a big pocket knife. He closed it on the guy's hand, so it cut his fingers really badly. And then his brother was like, he's about to, he's, and when my dad had beat him up pretty good, he was like, he's crawling to the room. And he's like, and in the room, there's, shotgun so he goes I went and grabbed the shotgun or a pellet gun yeah, <laughs> yeah. <She's laughs> and he went and grabbed a shotgun and he was like if I ever see you here again I'll kill you and he said I did see him for a really long time after that but, that's uh, badass 
But I mean, like all his stories, I'm like, and that's, you know, someone who didn't carry that down to the next generation or anything like that. Well, that's another thing. It's like parents can emulate what their parents did or they can go the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm the, uh, I mean, me and my dad are a lot alike, but a lot of the things that I didn't like, like that's the reason I don't drink alcohol or ever did a drug because that's some of the stuff I didn't like in my dad's attitude. Now him talking all the time and being pretty funny. I tried to get some of that from him, but, uh, he just was one of those people that it influenced how I became right. really big. And I didn't want to disappoint him because I had so much respect for him. But also I think I was born as one of those people. My parents never pressed me at school and never did any of that stuff. And I was like, I've got to be the best. I got to make straight hundreds. I got to be the best athlete. If I play a sport, all that stuff. And I don't know where that came from. Right. So I'm just kind of like, is it just, I mean, I think my parents did a pretty good job in raising me, but at the same time, was I just born with that genetic code to want to be good at everything I did and not want to disappoint? And that's why I like, like you said, how did our parents make us not do that? That we were scared to disappoint them. It might just been something that's ingrained in you genetically to be good at things. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, have you ever played a sport and just go, I don't care if I suck at this thing. At first, maybe I said that. But then as soon as, like, you start to get any sort of skill or start to figure it out a little bit, you immediately become more competitive. Yeah. I mean, there's certain sports, there's certain games I know I'm not good at. Like, most of the things I play consistently, I'm pretty good at. But I'm not good at pool. But I don't enjoy playing pool, and I don't care to play enough to get good at it. But because I'm not good, I don't want to play, and I don't want to put the time in to be good. Right. So I just skip playing. Yeah. And, but if... all my friends play pool and it was one of the only sports to go play. I would just be like, all right, let's go play pool. I'm got, and I would be practicing every day because I can't stand to be bad at it. <laughs> um, I don't think that's a normal thing. I think it's a good thing. Right. But there's tons of people that don't. That's what I was going to say. There are a lot of people, but those are also the people that are like, I got a D average when I graduated yeah. high school. Or, uh, I'm smart. I just don't care. Yeah. Like, no, you're not smart though. <laughs> yeah. Just a bad test taker. The thing that you, the thing that you test to you see learn, if you're smart you or not. Everything. <laughs> Let's talk like a little bit about gym stuff because I am tired of seeing the same guy and girl trainers all over Facebook. This the guy that goes out and gets ten thousand members. He's just feeding them information oh, they want to hear and shit like that. And you're too honest of a person, I'm too honest of a person, in terms of, like, the gym world, to lie to someone or feed them information that's false just so they sign up. If someone wants to sign up for the gym, I legitimately want them to want to sign up. Right. I'm not trying I'm to not trick a... anybody. Right. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Yeah. You have the rest of your life to do whatever you want. Yeah. So don't commit to this. Yeah. And I'm pretty honest with them about the results they're going to get. I was like, I right. guarantee you're going to get in better shape. They're like, but am I going to lose 20 pounds? And I'm like, that's going to be up to you. Yep. I'm not going to be like, and a lot of people that's are like, where, yeah. Yeah, that's where another trainer is like, 20? 50. <laughs> you're like, I'm, I don't want to lose that much. You're like, you're going to lose 50 pounds. And you're like, what? <laughs> I mean, 25 pounds I underweight. Too. <laughs> you already signed the contract. <laughs> But that's just what we do here. Your life changes. You lose 50 pounds and you leave. (laughs) And you're a better person forever. But yeah, and then so when people say all that stuff about you're going to 
do this and everything's going to work. It's all going to work out, Tim. You don't have to worry about it. And I'm like, uh, I do. <laughs> and it hasn't worked out yet. I mean, I'm doing fine. I mean, realistically, I'm yeah. doing fine. But I ain't got their type of money. My wife was like, you need to work more. And I was like, okay, we pay all our bills. We got a nice place, all this stuff. And then she's like, but, you know, if we had a little bit more money, we could do this and this. And I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. So then I start working more. And then two weeks later, she goes, um, you, we need to hang out more. And I'm just like, what do you want me to do? And I was just like, so it kind of comes off as one of those things where, I mean, you have to make that choice of what type of lifestyle do you want to lead. Well, I think spending more time together is infinitely better. Yeah. And I've got a friend. Anything new that I can put in this house. Yeah. And I've got a friend, the one that, I said his dad was a janitor from Vietnam yeah. and everything else, and he does well. And he says, as a husband and father, and this is everyone's different appearance, where I'm kind of like, I like quality of life, and if I, I don't have kids, um, but I do have a wife, and I want to spend time with my wife and have, you know, memorable occasions and all that stuff and have great memories, where he goes, I want to provide a certain type of lifestyle, and if I pass away in five years... And they've got X amount of dollars and they're taken care of forever. I feel like I've done my job. Yeah. Even, which provides them a safety net. Yeah, but it's a completely different But it is not, and I'm not saying, and he does spend a lot of time with his kids. So I'm not saying he doesn't. But at the same time, he goes, that I think fulfills me as a father rather than I have to be there at their every waking moment. Where I kind of like to be around my wife is much as possible yeah. where he's just like I have to provide this lifestyle I think that happens a lot job. but I mean there's some people that just you know that's their their quality of life comes with excess, they have to have a certain amount of money to feel that they yeah. fulfill their well, lifestyle and that's where I've, I've battled with that the older I've gotten like when I was your age 25 I was just like you know what I'm enjoying life I make enough money do all this stuff when I hit my upper 30s I was like I have zero in retirement I don't make as much money as I'd like and do I need to go do something different even though I enjoy it what I do I enjoy my lifestyle a lot I just need a few more bucks sometimes and there does get to a point where you just go and I don't am I going to be 55 years old and still be at the same point going I have nothing for retirement. I'm going to have to work Tom 80. And then let's just say my gym went out. Like, I don't, I've never heard of a gym being open for 60 years. <laughs> I right. started at 33 yeah. and I'm 90 and I go, uh, <laughs> do you want to come train with me? Your back is like you're 90 now. So I kind of, that's what you're going to be when you're 90. For real. <laughs> so I was just kind of like, no, I was like, I, mean, I need to plan for the future at some point. All three of us are, I mean, independent contractors. Like, yeah, as far as and how old are you, Dan? 24. 24. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, no fucking retirement, See, no I mean, health care. Y'all no got nothing. 14, 15 years before you're my age. Yeah. And there is but, a point. That's kind of like the kid who goes, I'm not going to go to college. I'm going to drink and have fun. And maybe when, like my best friend growing up, when I was in college, he was a professional kayaker, which makes no money. <laughs> but. While I was in college, he was in New Zealand. He right. was in Canada. Yeah. He was in Colorado. And he was... 
was basically banging girls and smoking weed and drinking every day. And I was like, that seems way more fun than my life because <laughs> I'm working and going to college. I'm not doing any of the fun stuff in college. I'm working and going to college. And then, but then it hits a point where, you know what, I'm, I've got a bachelor's degree. He doesn't. He um, just has, you know, his, he puts in windshields, which isn't a bad job. But, but the party's had, over. Yeah, but the party's over, yeah. and he doesn't have that degree or that qualifications to go, you know what, give me this sales job that makes six figures. Yeah. Or whatever. And hey, at least we have degrees. Yeah. Fair. And, um, but like when you're 20, 21, you don't think about what the future, that's a long time from now. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, and with independent contractors that y'all are right now, if you aren't saving money for the future and you aren't putting even your taxes back, you know, all of a sudden it hits you at one point and you go, you know what? I had a lot of fun in my twenties. I did everything I want to do, but I'm 30 and I've got the exact same amount of money I did when I was 22. This is getting kind of heavy, Tim. <laughs> I feel like you're talking it. at it's me, getting bro. so real. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting really real. I'll work hard. So now you need to listen. <laughs> What's the financial guy yeah, here? I'll work Dave, harder, dude. Uh, What'd you say? Who's the financial guy here in town, Dave? Uh, what are you talking about? Is that the, we got the box, the boxer, boxing gloves on? On the maybe he's a law guy. I don't know. <laughs> but basically, there's a guy in town you can listen to, and he'll tell you how to be rich by the time you're forty. Oh, is it Dave Ramsey? Dave Ramsey, yeah. That's a person in Nashville. You mean he's got his own podcast in Nashville, yeah. and does it work? He is a financial. Well, I mean, it what? is. <laughs> <laughs> Whisper out. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's kind of one of those things where, yeah, it works because instead of going to have fun tonight, you're going to be like, you know what? I need to save these 20 bucks instead of eating out. And you only, you know, you don't put things on credit. You do all this other stuff. And basically, you know, you can live as cheap as you want to live. Right. I know someone that makes $30,000 a year and somehow I have no idea. Saves twelve thousand dollars <laughs> a year, and I'm like, "How did you do that? Like, I can't. Yeah, I have, I my spending habits are too bad." And but, and he's just like, "You know what? If I make more money, I'm just gonna save more money. My lifestyle's not gonna change." He goes, "I don't care about." Yeah. He actually told me this week. He goes, "You know what? He goes, I've bought gym clothes, but he goes, I haven't bought normal out, you know, clothes to yeah. go out in a decade." Until this past weekend, that's and, just a completely different human, right? But you go, I mean, there's some people who do that, but that's like a Dave Ramsey type lifestyle. Yeah, he does never, he never lives beyond his means. He, you know, only goes out every once in a while. I don't think I want to do that. Yeah, that's what I say. No. I'm like, you can live that life, and you will be financially successful. As long as you make X amount of dollars. Like, I've seen yeah. these people, they go, if you make $60,000, you can be rich in 20 years or something like that. You just have to do this plan. And I go, yeah, but then I'm living off $30,000 a year. Yeah. Also, life what sucks. am I doing for that 20 years? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's all these different things. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, of course, if you put back half your paycheck, it's going to do. <laughs> but what if I don't have $200 Whoa! extra? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I have a... Like, they're like, don't live beyond your means. You just got to put back $500 a month. And I go, where's that $500 coming from? That's all my bills. 
<laughs> what are you talking about? You put back $500 a month. I don't understand who you are. You don't make the same income I do. I wish I was just reborn as a hot Instagram girl so I could just post <laughs> pictures and make a million. But it's so weird on that, too. What do you mean? Like, I know some really beautiful girls that post pictures and they've got like 12 followers. And then I know <laughs> these other girls and somehow they have like 2 million. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe if Justin Bieber is interesting, then he's like, who's this hot girl on Instagram? And then all of a sudden you have 80 million followers. Yeah, like that one girl did mm-hmm. and became a model. I didn't know she was, I didn't know that was a thing until I saw uh, Fire Festival. And what about that? Uh, Shout out Fire Festival. <laughs> do you remember that guy who got arrested one time? He has this like good looking, light skinned black guy with like blue eyes. Oh, he for got faking? Ar- no, he got arrested. And his mugshot went around all the news. Oh, and he yeah, yeah. is a professional model now. No shit. Because he all got, the chicks, if he had never got arrested, they're like, I'd be the prisoner. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, cool. That worked out for him. He got arrested and it got even famous. I picked the prisoner. <laughs> all right, Tim, let's finish with your worst day ever. I don't know if legitimately it's my worst day ever. I know. It's probably me. like comedically and how many little things could go wrong in one day was one of my worst, most annoying days, and it happened two weeks ago on a Sunday. And so I get up, and i like, time to go to church. I'm getting dressed, and I'm putting on a tie. I seriously tie the tie seven times, and for some reason, the first time I tie it, it's two inches long because I do these fancy knots. Then the second time, I'm like, I'm going to stretch it out by one, by three more inches, and then it'll be the right length. And then it's hanging down past my knees. And then I keep doing it back and forth, and I finally, like, get so angry. I grab my tie, and I just throw it, and I go get a tie that's already tied and put it on. I was like, okay. So it starts, it starts with the throwing of the tie, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. So I'm like, all right, I can calm down. And I go to church, and, you know, everything's fine. And But you go outside, and you go... It is like 100 degrees outside, and I've got a suit on. So automatically, uncomfortable. Yeah. So you start to get a little more irritated. And I For go, sure. Just well, sweating inside of yourself. Yeah. And I had a, I had to work on a Sunday. Never liked working on Sundays. I have one hour that I got to teach, and it's super easy to do. And the people are nice, all that stuff. But I still got to go to work at 4. And I got to go to the grocery store before I go... Uh, before I go to work. So I get invited to go eat. Can't go do that because I got to go to the grocery store. Um, and so then I go, I'm going to go to Costco and I'm going to get gas because I'm out of gas and it's cheap over there. And I seriously pull up and there's a line like 40 cars line long. And I go, why would someone sit in line to get gas and save $3? Yeah. And I was like, you're going to burn that much just sitting there. Yeah. And so then I go inside and I'm looking for all the stuff I want and half the stuff's gone. Don't have it, so I start to get a little irritated, but still not big deal. It's building, though. But it's building, and then I go, and I'll get gas when I leave. I go back, forty cars lines, forty cars long line again, and I go, I don't get these people. I was like, I'll run out of gas on the interstate before <laughs> I, sit I sit in that line, and I was like, but the only way I'm going to run out of gas is really if there is a traffic jam. Soon as I get on the interstate, traffic. Jam. <laughs> And I go, okay, there's We're an building. exit. There's an exit a mile away. Make it to the exit and get gas. So it didn't run out of gas. And I ended up probably spending realistically like five more dollars to fill up my tank. But it's a lot better than still being in line right now. Right. And then I drive home 
And of course, when you go to Costco, everything's in bulk, and it is no way you can carry in three packs of 40 waters plus all the other groceries you bought, which half the stuff was out of. But so I get out, I'm in my suit, and it's 100 degrees outside. <laughs> and as soon as I lift the back end of my Jeep, as soon as I lift the back end of my Jeep, my cans of tuna fish just fall out oh, on the dirt. And I go, dang it. And I like picked it up and I seriously thought about throwing it across my yard. <laughs> I was like, stay calm. And so I put it back up and I tell Cindy, I'm like, you know, carry some stuff in. She's like, my hands are full. You know, I'm holding a purse. <laughs> Over my shoulder. Yeah. And I said, well, go open the door. And so, like, I would go to grab a 40-pack of water, and when I pull it, all that plastic, I don't know what they make it out of, but it's not strong enough to carry 40-pack of water, <laughs> rips open, and all the water's fall on the dirt. And so I go, that's it. I'm going to lose my temper. And I uppercut the whole thing with a pack of water. And I'm like, yeah, now you got it, water. <laughs> that's what you get for falling on the ground. I think it's so hilarious because I've been in that scenario oh, yeah, so man. many times. <laughs> Mad for no reason. <laughs> just, but you need to, like, break something or punch <laughs> something. And you feel better immediately. And what's weird, though, is I think about what I'm punching because I'm like, water can't hurt that bad, right? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I punched a metal door once and it didn't work out for me. Yeah, very well. but not. Uh, but so then I pack everything I can up except for the waters and I start carrying it to the door and my wife's already starting to see I'm getting irritated. So she's like <laughs> shaking at the door trying to open it up. She's like, please, like be, the right, please be the right key. <laughs> He's going to lose it. And so she opens it up. We go inside, and I'm like, all right. I said, I'm carrying, I said, the garbage is complete. As soon as I walk in, I go, the garbage is completely full. It stinks. I said, I got to go grab all these waters, and then I'll carry all the garbage out. So I start carrying the water, and I basically take off all my clothes except for my suit pants because I was like, I felt like I was about to burst into flame. One, because it's so hot. Two, because I was so angry. And I slowly carry all the waters in. I go, all right, cool. All the waters are in. We're good. Now I just need to carry out all the garbage. And I start carrying all the garbage out. And I get to the front porch and I have some packages. And I go, I don't even know what these packages are. So I have brand new hardwood floor. And I grab the packages and I carry them in. I'm about five foot into the front door. And I go, they're just dripping water everywhere. Because it had been raining the two days before. And I was like, I don't know what's in this thing. I said... I can make it to the kitchen. I go, no. I said, I need to turn around and go back outside. So as soon as I turn around, the package just dumps. And a half a gallon of water comes out of the package and just all over the floor. And so I just, like, rip open the packages angrily and open it up. And it's something we had ordered. And then we spend... And so I go outside and the garbage is still on the front porch. And I grab every garbage bag and throw it as far as I can into the street. <laughs> and the then, best, and then, I best walk, feeling ever. then I walk back inside and um, we slowly clean everything up and Sanithia's like are you okay and I'm like I guess no, but I gotta go to work at four <laughs> so what's up with that <laughs> and then nothing really bad happened but I go to work and as soon as I get there, I'm running a little bit late. But I show up on time, but I'm trying to get the class started at exactly 4 o'clock. And I can't even put in... I can't remember the computer code. And so I type it in like four times. I was like, please don't get locked out. <laughs> and I finally get it in. And one of the guys, he goes, you all right today? And I was like, no. 
I was like, today's been awful. I was like, it's one of those days where I'm hoping someone said something really smart to me so I can just beat them up. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, like, he was like, me pretty much every day, dude. <laughs> I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> great, <laughs> and I was just like, but, I mean, nothing horrible happened, but I seriously, at one point, told my wife, I was like, I just wish I was in a car wreck so it could just stop. <laughs> Like, just the little nagging it's things. the bad thing, yeah. I had to bet my blood pressure was skyrocketing. They were like, you're on the verge of a stroke, dude. And that's how, like, if I'm in a bad mood and there's traffic or, like, people are driving bad, I would rightly be on the car. She's like, just calm down. And I'd be like, I hope, I hope someone, I hope we get an accident and I can beat the guy to death. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel better. Just get it out. Which did almost happen to me this year because I got hit and ran like a year ago and then the next probably like six months later and I had a brand new vehicle and got hit and ran and I got dent in it still and then I was driving home and I live on a two lane highway but everyone has to park on the road because I live in downtown Nashville in where there's houses and there's a car coming at me and I'm coming and I was just in one of those moods where I was like, you know what? I don't want anyone to run me over. And, like, I saw this car coming from 50 feet away. One of Yeah. Or he's coming from I've 50 feet away. Opposite, so and you, one person has to pull over and let the person come through. And the other person has to let the yeah. person go. Well, I could tell this guy, like, I was getting there first, but this guy wasn't going to stop. And I was like, you know what? Me neither. I'm going to die today. <laughs> I said, <laughs> we're either going to come really close to hitting or we're going to hit. And, of course, his mirror hits my car again. Like, second time, same spot, a mirror hits my car. And I get out, and I'm, like, calm about it and everything. And this guy gets out cussing me out. Like, you motherfucker, what's your fucking problem? All this stuff. And I'm like, what? And so I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, I'm looking at my car, and I'm just listening to him cussing me out. And all of a sudden, I go... I was like, shut up, you dumb motherfucker. Yes. And he goes, what'd you say to me? I was like, I think you heard me. I said, shut up, you dumb motherfucker. And he goes, hold on, I'll be right back. And I was like, Ugh. Never a good thing. <laughs> Never a good thing. And nope. so I'm like, seriously, like four houses away from my house. And I was like, dang it, I wish I was just home. And then, so he takes off. And I didn't know he was like my neighbor. He walked straight into his house, and I was like, he went to go get a gun. Oh, shit. Was I was like, he went to go get a gun, and I was like, I was like, but I can't do a hit and run. I'm like, that's illegal. And then, like, I start looking at my car. I look at my car, and I go, well, it's only paint. There's actually nothing scratched on mine. It's just his white paint is on my black. I was like, I can wipe this off. So I end up uh, looking around, and I go, I was like, I was like, man, I probably should leave. And I was like, no. Nah. I was like, that dude cussed at me. I said, I'm going to beat this dude up. Yeah, that was and I said, M. Night Shyamalan twist I was like, I was like, all right. I was like, I hope he does get a gun. Then it gives me a reason to beat the shit out of this <laughs> and then you dude. Can, then you can grab it and go, you better fucking use that. You're going to point it at me. <laughs> and I don't know why I was so, so why I was so stupid. <laughs> but then like he comes back out. and He had lemonade. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, we were upset. I don't know we if he went in. I don't know what he went inside to go do. I wonder if he went inside and was like, I'm gonna get my gun and he goes, That'd be really stupid for me to shoot someone over. And then he was like, I'm like, just gonna grab my BB room. gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last call back of the show. 
I like to shoot this guy in the heart <laughs> with the BB gun. Somebody come kill this guy. For me. <laughs> but he walks back Shut outside up. and Tough he's just like, crap. and I'm like, dude, I was like, there's no damage to either of our car. I was like, I'm, I said, let's just chill out. And he goes, and I like stuck out my hand and shake his hand. He goes, no, man, I'm not shaking your hand. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. And I was like, well, I'm going home. I was yeah. like, I don't care. And he was like, it's all about what you called me. And I was like... You said the same thing. I said, a dumb MFR? And he goes, yeah. He goes... I said, you came out cussing at me, dude. Like, I didn't even say a word. You're cussing me out. Yeah, starting with that. And I said, and you don't expect me to have a response? I was like, that's ridiculous. I said, all right, see you. Have a good day. And I just go and get my vehicle and leave. That guy guy was me. And so then I... uh, (laughs) <laughs> so, so then the, a few days later I was like yeah there's no damage done to either of our cars I'm driving by and I look at his car and I'm like he's missing his mirror <laughs> <laughs> I got out of that one look none of our cars are messed up at all let's just call it even <laughs> and he's like my mirror's off my car yours is just scratched Oh, mine wasn't even scratched. I said he took some thinner and wiped his white paint off my vehicle. <laughs> but on the thing of losing your temper, when you talked about kicking something earlier today, yeah. which well, you weren't losing your temper, and you had to get a ladder out, yeah. it reminded me of this story where one day, and I, you, most of the people that know me haven't seen me lose a temper unless you play sports with me. And, but one day I was walking through a mall, I was like in like, I don't know, some clothing store. I think it's like Buckle or something. And, Bad decision. And I see like some, I see some clothes and I'm kind of like looking over at them and I have flip And the bedazzled just blowing And I'll away. take a, a schmedium in the affliction. <laughs> yeah. The Chuck Liddell one. <laughs> And so I've got flip flops on, and I'm walking. I'm looking at this table, and I stub my toe right into the the leg post of the table that everything's on. And I'm like, "Mfer!" And I kick as hard <laughs> as I can with my other foot. And, and, and buckle, and buckle. <laughs> See my flip flop fly into the air, and then both of your feet. Are <laughs> It lands on a shelf 12 foot up. Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm like, I look at Sanith and I was like, well, that didn't work out. <laughs> she was like, I was like, but I'm barefoot. And she was like, she was like, okay. She was like, I got you. And she walked up to the front desk and she goes, so my husband kicked his shoe up on the top shelf. Well, thanks for covering for me. Come up with a cover story. Yeah, for real. Because he lost his temper. <laughs> And you're just like, pal, whatever. I'm going to and they were like, And they're like, what? <laughs> they're, they're like, the what, are you, what are you talking about? And they're like, his flip-flops on like that 12 foot. And they're like, I guess we'll go get a ladder out. And then I had to just sit there while they're getting a ladder out. <laughs> I get my flip-flop back and they're just like, they're still confused. Like, how does this happen? You're like, I guess I'll buy something. <laughs> I guess I, and I was probably in my 30s. <laughs> something that stupid. <laughs> In buckle, I would just leave those flaps, but the new reef ones have a bottle opener on the bottom. <laughs> I'll take these. Okay, and they're like, Did anyone help you today? No. You're like, Yeah, Tracy helped me today. <laughs> There's no way I'm walking around in a ball barefoot. I'm not <laughs> leaving those shoes. No, dude. 
All right. Thanks, guys. All right. That was cool. cool.